Baba Kama Dafnundal, the last thing we're discussing, that if an ox and utensils, a uh, donkey and utensils fell into a hole, the owner of the hole is liable for the ox and the donkey, not the utensils. And we said our Mishnah is not like a Yudal, said you're Hayav on the utensils. And the Rabbanan's reason, because it says Shor o Hamor, meaning Dafka these things, not utensils. Rabbi Yudal says the O is coming to add utensils. Rabbanan say the O is coming to say when they fall down separately, you're still liable. And the review that learns it from Vinafal doesn't say Vinafelu, and Rabbanan say Vinafal could also mean plural. And with that, we're going to start Nudalad Amud Aleph, three lines in where the line starts toward Emma. So the Gemara says, why do you have to split up the the Pasuk that way? Why don't we doresh it in a Klaluprat? General, specific, Emma Vinafal Klal, Shor Vahamor Perat. Let's say the word Vinafal is going on everything. It's a general statement, anything that falls into a hole. When it says Shor Vahamor, it's coming to be specific, only Shor and Hamor. So now you have a Klal Prat, in Bechal El Prat. Yet whenever you have a general and specific, the general has to be like the specific. Shor Vahamor in Midiahalinalo. It sounds like only oxen and donkeys, nothing else. The Gemara explains. Amre, the reason we can't be say that is because Baal Habori Shalem Hazar Vekal. Because then it says at the end that the owner of the hole has to pay. That generalizes again. And basically saying that anything that falls into the hole you have to pay for. And now we're stuck with the rule. Klal Uprat Uchlal. Eata Dan Ela Kiaina Prat. Whenever you have a general specific general, you could only go by whatever the specific is. The general has to be like the specific. And maha perat meforash ba'ale ha'im afkol ba'ale ha'im. And you'd, you'd have to say that the same way the specific is uh, animals, same thing. You're only hayav animals, meaning the general also has to be animals. So the Gemara says, if we're already learning from klal uprat uchlal, ima prat meforash tavash nibleta metamea memagao masa'a, maybe the same way the specific is only animals that if it dies without shaita it becomes tame if you touch it or carry it so we're only talking about animals that if they die and they become tame if you if they don't or they're not slaughtered properly so only those type of animals we're talking about if they fall into a hole but about all fought law but uh, birds no since they're not time if they die without being slaughtered maybe uh, if they fell into a hole and died i would not be obligated to pay i think my response if that's the case let the, the let the pasuk only tell me one specific meaning sure that's all i don't why do you need hamor also the fact that you needed two specifics was to tell me that all were living creatures. And still, you can't learn birds because, Henichto, which animal should you mention? Ikatav, sure, if you only wrote uh, ox and not the donkey, I would have said whatever is given on the Mizbeah, whatever type of animal is given on the Mizbeah, goat, uh, ox, uh, cow, red, those type of things, if it fell in the hole, you, uh, you then it would be hayav, and then you have to pay for it. And then if uh, any other animal, you would not have to pay for it. Ve'ikatav rahamana hamor. And if you would have only written a donkey, I would have thought 
קדוש בבכורה אין, שאין קדוש בבכורה, I would have thought any animal that can become קדוש with the first born, the first born donkey is considered קדוש, so anything like that, okay, that uh, if it falls into a hole you'd have to pay for, anything else, no, so let's say a horse or a camel fell, uh, fell into a hole, I would not have to pay, that's why I need both of them. So I still I have no limud for birds. So Ella the Gemara goes back on the whole klaluprat to klal thing, and it's, it learns different dasha. Amakirat the pasuk says in regards to whole vehamet yihye lo, the the dead will belong to him. Kol devar mita anything that can die, meaning any any living creature, if it falls into that hole, then you'd be you'd be obligated to pay. So here that's the dasha. So from the word vehamet yelo, from the word vehamet, I learn any creature that dies. And we have to include even birds. So here's a question. Okay, whether we're going according to Rabbanan who say that you don't have to pay for utensils that fell into the hole, or Rabbi Uda who obligates to pay for the for the utensils that fell into the hole, kelim benemitaninu. If the drasha is from the hametiya law, anything that's living creature, then why would we even talk about utensils? So the Gemara explains, Amre sheviratan zohi mitatan. When utensils break, rip, when they get ruined, that is their murder. That is them getting killed. And that's how Rabbi Yehuda learns that you'd be obligated to pay on utensils. And that's where Hachamim needed to learn from the word hamor, dafka living creatures, animals, not things. Okay, Ulrav de Amar Bor Shehiva Alav Torah Leheblo Velo Lehavato. Okay, going back to Rav who said that the whole, it's all about the hot air, not about the bang. Ben Rabbanan, Ben Rabbiuda, whether it's Rabbanan, they take out the utensils, whether it's Rabbiuda who puts in the utensils. Kelim Bene Havlaninu, can utensils get ruined from the bad air? The only way utensils get ruined is from the bang. So the Gemara explains, Amre bechate de mehabla. We're talking about a new utensils that can bust just from the bad air, and that's why Hachamim have to take them away because the owner of the hole does not have to pay for them if they got ruined in the hole. And Rabbi Yehuda says, No, you have to pay for these new utensils that got ruined because of the heat. That's the way Rav would explain this. Machloket. Now the Gemara has a question: How could you learn that other creatures? are learned out of the Pasuk Vehameti Yelo. Hai Vehameti Yelo mi ba'alilich Rava. Didn't we learn need that those three words Vehameti Yelo? We needed it like what Rava was doing. Amarava Shor Pesulam Mukdashin Shinafale Bor Patur. If an ox that was supposed to be uh, for Kodesh purposes was supposed to be Korban got wounded, if it ended up falling into a hole and died, the owner of the hole is Patur Shinima Vehameti Yelo. That will belong to him. You're only obligated to pay if you would get that ox. We're excluding a case of, let's say, this this type of case where it was Kodesh and it got wounded and it can't be given anymore. But anyways, you're not going to get it. So we needed the for that, not to bring other creatures. So then, where are we going to learn other creatures from? Rather, because the Pasuk says, Kesef yashiv lebalav. You have to pay the owner back. Lerabot kol deit lebalim. We're coming to add that anything that has an owner, you have to pay if it fell into the hole. So Gemara says, if that's the case, afil kelim ve'adam nami. Then even if it's a utensil, even if it's a human being, you should also have to pay. 
So the Gemara explains, that's why the Pasuk says, Shor Hamor, meaning Shor Velo Adam, an ox, not human, that's the way we Doresh, uh, the word ox, and Hamor Velo Kelim, a donkey, and not utensils. So the Gemara says, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says, if a utensil falls into a hole, you have to pay for it also, he learns it from the word or bishlama shor be adam. I get it. So from the word shor, he he learns that if a, a human being falls into a hole, you don't have to pay for it. Ela hamor be. But what do you learn from the word hamor? So Rabbah explains ela maraba hamor debor lerbihuda veseda veda ledivrea kol kashia. There's two drashot. Number one over here in regards to the hole where it says shor or hamor. The word Hamor, according to Rabbi Huda, is left without a drasha. It's just a question. And in the Pasuk, in regards to finding something, that one must return uh, a sheep, a donkey, a cow, uh, clothing, whatever it is, anything that your friend lost. And according to everyone, they would be stuck with the word se, sheep. There's nothing to be doresh out of it since it says anything that your friend loses. So technically, there's nothing to be doresh, according to Yuda, from the word hamor. Next, we learned in the Mishnah. Nafale tocho shor vekatan hayav. If an ox of deaf mute, someone incompetent, a katan, then obligated to pay. My shor katan. What does that mean? An ox that is heresh uh, katan. Ilema, if you're trying to tell me shor shel heresh, shor shel shote, shor shel katan, if it's the ox of a deaf mute, ox of uh, someone incompetent, or an ox of a katan, a young child, or ha shor shel pikeh patu, then you're coming to tell me that if the ox belongs to someone who's competent, then you don't have to pay for it? So Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan explains, Shor Shehu Heresh, Shor Shehu Shoteh, Shor Shehu Katan. We're talking about a situation where the ox itself is uh, deaf, mute, uh, not competent, or it's a Katan. So the Gemara asks, Ha Shor Shehu Pikeh Patur? So you're coming to tell me that if it's an ox that is competent, then you don't have to pay for it? So Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, La Mebaya Kamar. No, the Mishnah was talking about it in a not just way of talking. La Mebaya Shor Shehu Pikeh. I have not just an ox that is competent, you'd be obligated to pay if it fell into the hole. Aval Shor Heresh Shoteh Katan Ema Hashuto Garmalo, Katnuto Garmalo. But if it's a Shor that's deaf, mute, an imbecile, or it's a Katan, maybe the deaf, mute is what caused it to fall. Maybe it being a young uh, ox is what causes it to fall, Viliptar, and the owner of the horse should be Patur, Kamash Malan, that you have to pay for that also. Now, Amar de Ravaha de Ravina, Ravaha told Ravina, didn't we say that if it's competent and it fell into the holy patur, you're exempt, you don't have to pay. My love is sure by that. Are we talking about an ox that is competent? told No. It means Adam. We're talking that Brayta is talking about a, a human being that is competent. If someone competent fell in, you don't have to pay for it. So the Gemara says, "Ela me'ata Adam ben Daat who the patur." Okay, if that's the case, then a human being who's competent, if he falls into the hole, you're patur. Halav ben Daat, if he's not competent, who the hayav? Then you would be uh, you'd be hayav. So if a deaf mute person falls into the hole, you'd you'd have to pay. But we know Shor Velo Adam Ketiv. The Pasuk says that the owner of the hole is only obligated to pay when it's a, an animal, not not a human being. 
Ela mai bendat. Rather, what does the Brayta mean by bendat? Mim bendat is species that is competent, meaning all human beings would be paturan, even if they're hereshim, shotim, ketanim. Doesn't make a difference. You would be uh, you'd be patur. So Amar there, Vahata Otoravina, Vahata Nia, but didn't say Nafale Toho, Shor Bendat, Patu, but didn't say in the Brayta that if an ox that's competent falls into the hole, he'd be Patu, he doesn't have to pay. And the exact opposite of what Rabbi Ramiya wanted to say that if an ox is competent, you'd have to pay. El Amar rather, Rabbi explains the Mishnah totally different. Shor Vehu Heresh, Shor Vehu Shote, Shor Vehu Katan, if the ox itself is a Heresh or Shote or Katan, Davka, in those type of cases, the owner of the hole would have to pay. But if the ox is competent, then the owner of the hole does not have to pay. My time, what's the reason? The, the, the cow, the ox, has to look where it's going and, and walk, meaning it, it has to be careful not to fall. If he's not being careful, it's as if he, he committed suicide. It's as if he jumped in himself. He caused the death on himself. And here's a proof to, uh, to Rabbah. Tanya Namiachi. Nafal letoho shor heresh. The Braita says if an ox that is deaf mute falls into the hole, shote, or if it's uh, imbecile of a katan, or it's, uh, or it's young, vesuba blind, umhalech balan, if it's walking at night, hayav. At that point, you'd be hayav because the animal doesn't know how to watch over itself. There's no uh, to be careful not to go here, not to go there. However, if it's competent or if it's walking during the day, it should be careful. Therefore, the owner of the hole would be patur. Next Mishnah. If the Torah says ox, it really means any other animal, whether it's in regards to the halachot of linfilat abor falling into a hole, or staying away from har sinai, or tashlume kefel, or if someone stole an animal and now he has to pay double, or returning a lost animal, lifrika, or to help someone take off a load of an animal. Uh, or uh, or the prohibition of not letting an animal eat from whatever it's crushing. Let's say it's crushing wheat. There's a there's a prohibition of not uh, not stopping an animal from eating while it's crushing. Lekilaim cross reading will Shabbat in regards to the halacha the halachot of Shabbat. Vechen hayav and same rules apply to wild animals birds. So in all these halachot, why does it only say shor or hamor, ox or donkey? The, the Torah wrote in whatever was present at the time, whatever was normal at the time. At the time, the most common thing was shor or hamor. So that's what they wrote, but it really applies to everything. And the Gemara starts, So we said that all animals have the same halachot in regards to falling into a hole. That if the animal falls into a hole, you'd be high after pay. Because the pasuk says, "Kesef yashiv lebaalav ketiv," you have to pay the owner back money. And the drasha was called the it lebaalim kedamaran. Any animal that has an owner, you have to pay back if your hole caused the death. Number two, lafashat har sinai to stay away from har sinai. The Torah says that all people, all animals, have to stay away from har sinai at the time when Hashem was giving the Torah. And we were doreshet in behemaim The pasuk says any animal or human who touches that mountain won't live. Wild animals are part of domesticated animals. And from the word im, we're coming to add even birds. 
Next, letashlomer kefel. In regards to paying back double, in case, let's say, a person stole something, now he has to pay double. Kedaminan, the drasha at the time was, al kol devar peshan, any negligence. Kalal, kol davar peshi'ah. It, it generalized anything that was negligent, meaning if it did something wrong, let's say it stole and lied about it, you have to pay double, it doesn't make a difference what it is. Le'ashabat abeda, returning a lost object, it says, lechol abedat achicha, to anything he lost. Liprika, taking off a load of an animal, yalif hamor hamor mishabat. There's exra shava hamor hamor from the halachot of Shabbat. Over here it says kiti hamor sonacha, and in Shabbat it says veshorecha vhamorecha. So you see the same rules apply in both. The same way on Shabbat you can't work with any animal. Same thing when it comes to taking off a load, it it doesn't make a difference on the animal. Lahasima the prohibition of not letting an animal eat while it's crushing the wheat. Yalif shor shor mishabat they learn exra shava. From the halachot of Shabbat, the same way in in Shabbat it says the word shor really means all animals. You know how to work with them. Same thing in regards to not letting them eat. It's in regards to all animals. Lekhilaim. We said crossbreeding. Ekhilaim. The haisha. If it's crossbreeding, meaning having two different animals plowing in the field. Let's say having an ox and a donkey plowing together. Then Yalif Shor Shor Mishabat. We're going to learn Shava Shor and Shor from Shabbat. It says Lota Lota Harosh Bishor Vahamor, and then it says over there Shorecha Vahamorecha. And Ikilaim the Arba'a, if it's cross breeding animals, having a cow and a donkey be together, the Yalif Behemtecha Behemtecha Mishabat. Then they learn Shava of the word Behemtecha from Shabbat. Over here it says Behemtecha Lota Arba'a Kilaim, and Shabbat it says Behemtecha. The same way by Shabbat, it's all animals, same thing by cross breeding, it's also all animals. In regards to Shabbat, how do we know that it's all animals? And the first set of it says, your slave, your slave woman, and your animals. It doesn't say shor hamor, nothing, just says bimtecha. But isn't the ox and a donkey part of all animals? So why do you specify them? Uh, here's the drasha. It's coming to me in regards to Shabbat the same way wild animals and the birds are part of the prohibition of working on Shabbat. Same thing everywhere else, wherever we mentioned Shor uh, Hamor, it regards to all animals and birds. The Gemara says, yeah, but why would you be Doresh to Pasukim like that? Emma, Behema, the Diberot Arishonot, Kalal. Why don't you say that the, the word Behema in, in the Aset, the Diberot in Shemot, is the general statement. Shorechava Hamorechad, the Diberot Aharonot. And then Pashat Vet Hanan, when it says Shorechava Hamoro, that's Piret, that's the, uh, that's the specific. And you have Klalu Prat, you have a rule of general and specific. And the rule is, En Bachalal, Ela Masheva Prat. The, the general only only has in it whatever the specific has in it, meaning shorva hamor in only ox and donkey midia hainalo and nothing else. Now, by the way, usually the the pratan come together. Over here, one is in sefer shemot, other ones in sefer devarim, the two separate places. So Tosfor explains. I would have thought to say that they go together since the aser they brought were only said once, and maybe they were actually set together. 
So the Gemara says, anyways, don't even think that because Amre v'chol behem techa that they brought the haronot hazar v'kalal because you could always say when it says v'chol behem techa in Parashat v'etchanan at the end, then you're generalizing again, and we know the rule kalu prat uchlal et adan ela karina prat. Then whenever you have a general, specific general, you have to judge everything like the specific ma prat miforash balehaim afkol balehaim. The same way the specific was living creatures, then all living creatures you know do it that more. On Shabbat, and that goes for everything else. The Gemara says, "Yeah, but the Ema ma prat miforash davash nivlatom itame b'magal masa." Of course, davash nivlatom itame b'magal masa. But he always says, "Shor b'hamor." There are type of things that if they die, not uh, not according to halacha, meaning they weren't slaughtered properly. They're, they're considered nevelah, and if you touch them or you move them, you become tame. So maybe only those type of animals. Uh, are a problem. But birds, if you move a dead bird, you don't become Tameh. So maybe they're, maybe they're not part of the Isur. Maybe they're not part of Shor Hamor. Maybe they have different rules. The Gemara responds, If that's the case, all you need is one specific. Just tell me Shor or Hamor. You don't need them both. Which one should we write? Which one is extra? If you only would have wrote ox, I would have thought, listen, whatever is given on the Mizbeach is part of the Sur and not anything that's not given on the Mizbeach. That's why That's why you needed the donkey. If you would only wrote donkey, I would have thought anything that is Kadosh as a Bechor, whatever the Torah says is Kadosh if it has a firstborn boy, that's only part of the Isur and nothing else. Katavra Hamana Shor, and that's why the Torah had to write me Shor. So there was a reason for Shor and Hamor. Each one was coming to teach me something. Ela, rather, here's the answer. Vichol Behem Techa, you have to say that Behem, that Vichol Behem Techa and Pashat Vichanan at the end, Tami, all animals, Ribuyahu. It's actually an addition. It's coming to add all animals. So now the Gemara asks, You're coming to tell me that wherever it says the word call, you're coming to add something? It says the word call also. And we are Doresh Klaluprat. The Pasuk says in regards to Maaser Sheni, uh, you you, uh, you transfer the kedusha of these uh, of the maaser sheni fruits to money. You bring that uh, you bring that money to Yerushalayim, and you can buy whatever you want. That's kalal. He generalized over there. Then it says babakar ubatzon ubayayin ubashechar piret. Over there, he was specific with animals, wine, all different types of drinks. Ubchol ashet shalechan shechan. Whatever your soul asks for, hazar vekalal. That that was uh, that's another general. Now you have klal uprat uchlal et adan ela kaina prat. Whenever you have a general specific and a general, uh, general, the, the uh, where doresh uh, that the general has to be like the specific, and you have to say ma perat meforash peri miprei vegidule karaka. The same way the specific, which was animals, wine, it's a fruit that comes from another fruit. The animal comes from uh, from another animal. The fruit comes from the ground. And it grows from the ground. I have called peri mi peri karaka. So I also learn that anything that grows from the ground, or anything that's a fruit, or anything that grows from something else, 
You could uh, buy whatever you want with that. Anything that grows from the ground or it's an animal. So you see over there, in, in regards to Ma'asar Sheni, we had the word kol, and we are Doresh, Kalu Pratuklal. We don't say that the kol is coming to add. So the Gemara answers, Amre Bechol Kelala, kol Ribuya. Whenever it says the word Bechol with the bit, that's coming to, to do a Kalu Pratuklal. Whenever you have just the word kol, that's coming to add something. Answer number two, or you could say, call nami kelalau. You could also say that the word call is also a general uh, statement. Mihu hai over here, the call that we have over here in regards to Shabbat, it's rebuyahu. It's coming to add. Why midavadin mechtav ubhem techa? You could have just said ubhem techa. Kirichtiv bedibrot alishonot, like it says in Sefer Shemot, it says just behem techa. But vechatav vechol behem techa. Over here in, in Sefer Devarim, it added the word vechol. Shvamina rebuyats. What do you understand? That you're coming to add something. Now, like my asks, Hashda damat kol rebuyahu. Okay, now that you're saying the word kol is coming to add things. So then it says in Sefer Shemot. Obviously, if, if the important one is in Sefer Devarim, so the, the one in Shemot is extra, and the Vishor and Hamor in, in Sefer Devarim, that's extra. So why do you need all that? So the Gemara explains. Amre Shor Lagmure Shor Shor Number one, you needed the, the Shor in, in, in regards to Shabbat, so you could have a Shabbat in regards to uh, which animals you're, you're not allowed to stop from eating when crushing the food. Hamor Lagmure Hamor Hamor de Prika. It says the donkey Parashat Ve'ed Hanan to for Gzera Shabbat that you have to help take off the load. It doesn't make a difference which animal. The coming to tell me that that uh, all animals are part of the prohibition of crossbreeding or having them work with another animal. So Gemara says, if that's the case, and if that's the case, that we're coming to say that the whole part of Behim Techa is coming to be Oser, uh, not working with another animal, then even a human being should not be able to pull an, uh, a yoke with an animal. They shouldn't work together. Then why do we learn? We have a Mishnah that says a human being is allowed to pull the yoke, he's allowed to pull the plow with any other animal. If it's two different animals, not allowed. A human being, an animal, that's allowed. Why? So Amarav Papa Papuna Eya the Ayata Ahmad Hamiltar. So Papa explained the people of Papunia they know the real reason behind the Isur of having two anim- two different animals work together. Umanu, who's this uh, Papunia? So Rav Ahabar Yaakov, it's him. Amar Kiran and he'll explain you the Isur in regards to Shabbat, it says, It's so that you can rest. Uh, your slave and your, your, your maid servant, they should all rest. We're, we're comparing them only in regards to resting and not anything else. So we're comparing animals and human beings only in regards to the fact that they can't work. But that's it. That's where the comparison ends. In regards to not the working together, we didn't learn, we didn't have that rasha. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Ve Amen.